0: Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Carden Ellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Anyway, um, you know, allegedly, it looks like, it seems to us, the Iowa 2.0 is coming around the corner in Nevada, no less, because it looks like they haven't cleaned up any problems with the non-app that is just software pre-installed on a tablature device Or you will not believe what we're about to read you, folks. And by folks, I mean you dog-faced pony soldiers. So, (laughs) anyway, anybody that got that joke, just let me know in the chat. Um, Cody, tell us what's going on.
1: Um, Yeah, well, we're obviously uh, on Monday where we said the New Hampshire primary is coming up, I believe, tomorrow and Tuesday. So, looking ahead a little bit, because we... By all accounts, it seems like New Hampshire should go go more or less without a hitch. We're looking forward to Nevada a bit because Nevada is another state that runs a caucus somewhat similar to Iowa. And the reporting as we get closer and closer makes it look like it's in many ways perhaps could be a repeat of Iowa. So first I want to show a local news report. However, a couple... Interesting tidbits came out in this. So we're gonna run this clip for a few seconds here, and then we'll talk a little bit about a little bit about what's going on perhaps in the state. You're saying I'm
0: afraid we gotta
1: fix this. Seth Morrison is a site leader and democratic volunteer for the Nevada caucus and says there's very little information about the new tool state party leaders plan to use on February twenty second.
0: And they kept reinforcing that it is not an app, but it is a software product that is going to be on an iPad
1: which you know, is a game of semantics visuals of the tool from Saturday's uh, there we go that's all we have to run from that because we, we can explain the rest there's some more details of the short obviously it's not really... an app Cody
0: it's uh, it, software that's
1: been pre-installed. It's only... It's Look at this. Before <laughs> the caucus is called to order, there will be an icon on the home screen which you tap. But an uh, icon on the... Is that not exactly what an app is on an iPad? So so it seems that... This is
0: how stupid they okay, think but, we are. But this well, is how well, stupid okay. they think you are. Well One second. They think that because they say, oh, no, no, it's not an app, that you won't know it's not an app. Oh, no, no, because apps fail, but this doesn't. Pre, It's pre-installed software where the apps are generally on an iPad. It's like when in California when they tried to double our taxes and they said, oh, these aren't taxes. These are fees. No, fees are different than taxes. You know, it's like at some point it's like, who's your boy in the WWE when he recategorized the insurance of the WWF from being – um an actual wrestling venture to be in, like, a, a concert. Well, no. Vince McMahon, Vince he, McMahon he said, said, we're that, not going to insult yes. your intelligence anymore Exactly. by calling this actual wrestling, right? Will, will somebody in the DNC come out and just say,
1: we're not going to insult your intelligence anymore? Well, how about this? Most people have seen... Well, I guess the bigger thing is this. Okay. This is what I wanted to say from the beginning, and this is hilarious to me. This was a quote, and again, we're, we're going back in the time machine here, guys, and we're going to... Uh, February 8th, which I believe is two days ago, um, to talk about what was the reporting around the Nevada caucus just way back two days ago. Some 538, Nevada Democrats canceled their caucus app, but that poses its own problems. This is a direct quote sent to 538 from the Nevada Democratic Party. They confirmed... Way right back on Friday, that they eliminated the option of using an app at any step in the caucus process. You see, we are not using an app. We are simply using a pre-installed software tool on an iPad that is an icon on your screen that basically looks and functions more or less like an app. So, it is Babe, really we're not getting weird.
0: divorced. This is just a temporary domestic se- separation in which half of your money is going to an account that you no longer have access to. So we're getting a divorce. No, no, no. It's a temporarily state induced separation. You mean a divorce? No, 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 no. I mean, come on. How many times can you try and say that without without getting away with it? You're nodding your head. I like it. See, he's nodding his head. I don't yep. usually get that. Sorry, I'm trying to pull this. I'm trying to pull this thread up because I want to go through this because
1: it's... Obviously, there's a lot well, of so people... Well, so they swore
0: off of it, but now they're back yeah. onto it.
1: Well, there was weird... Some I just want to highlight... I only wanted to highlight there. It took us five minutes. I just want to highlight there was weird, goofy, semantic games that were played by the Nevada Democrats. However, okay. it just shows this basically... It looks like there's disarray already. After swearing up and down they will not be using an app, they basically came out and explained to us what an app is and they said they'll be using that instead. So it does seem like something like that's going to be used. Now, this is interesting. There is a. Uh, a institute i guess they're called i was going to call them a company but i guess it's the oset institute uh, organization i guess is the better word for that anyway uh that mostly just basically investigates potential software to be used in elections very interesting that stuff it seems like Uh i as far as their credibility the only thing i could say the only person that follows them that i follow was barack obama so whatever that means for credibility but uh, doing some googling around In all seriousness they seem more or less of board. So anyway, they did a pretty interesting thread talking about what we could expect from this app we're going to see in Nevada. So they say a deja vu this time in Nevada. Let's be clear from the start. theirs is an app and no designation of tool changes that. Let's stop playing word games. So they mentioned that the fact that it's preloaded and may not use mobile connectivity is the only difference. So that's the the, the too long, didn't read here. Because, by the way, massive differences that are really important. I, I definitely think... I remember a lot of issues I heard from Iowa, just to be fair to the Nevada Democrats. A lot of issues I heard from Iowa, people who... I think there was, like... I've heard some precincts report that, like, basically... Or some counties said, like, 70% of precincts basically said, we didn't even bother installing the app. We always plan on just calling in the results. Yeah, used to. okay. Was like, there was issues of people not using it, issues of people not knowing how to install it, issues of people... I have to imagine there's no way this app... I, I've never heard of an app being ran out on day one that worked on every OS, iOS, Android update everyone's using on whatever device they have. So one device, one app preloaded. That could help. And the fact that it's not going to be using mobile connectivity. But... By the way, it's a joke the i one did. It's a j- mobile? Okay. They they can't use Wi-Fi. Anyway, there's a couple other issues, though. So they, they go over. It's, it's nonsense to get caught up in the nuanced definition of app first tool. Uh, anyway, so what's the difference in Nevada? It's preloaded and configured by IT support, and iPads are distributed. So, like I said, that's really good that everyone... First of all, it makes sure that people couldn't just not download it or say, I couldn't figure it out, so I just chose not to use it. Everyone's going to have it. And the app will perform the caucus math and then produces the results that way to be manually transmitted. So, basically, the idea is you you put all your stuff in, it'll shoot out the numbers, and you actually report that the same way you always did. So, it's closer to a calculator than a transmitting app. Yeah. However... That doesn't mean there'll be no problem. So they go through this. And it doesn't mean that the calculator app on our phone isn't an app. It also doesn't... Well, again, like the semantic aside, it doesn't mean that they're... Because remember, the Iowa app had issues with accounting. It, It wasn't only transmission. Some of the numbers they were getting were wrong. They were getting bad numbers. So if this spits out bad numbers... We could be seeing the same thing. they go on to mention, though, and they say, although it appears they have two more weeks in Iowa, they still have suffered from much of the same product management missteps, the first and foremost being doing nothing to engender trust, communication, and transparency in what they are doing. Like I said, that is why the semantics game bothers me so much. They basically just lied. Yeah. It's a nice way of saying lied. They lied and said it's not an app, but it is. So...
0: And these are the people here. that say they want to take over our healthcare.
1: Well, yeah, but the, how? So, how <laughs> will the results of the app or tool be reported, manually or by network? If the latter, how will it be secured? That's also the other big question. So, I'll leave the whole thing here. We can get exactly through all the. If you want to go more in the in-depth kind of actual stuff here, however, they went through in detail like fifteen different ways this could go wrong still. And I would say from the fact that the I, the Nevada Democratic Party didn't have the the spine, I guess, to say we will be using an app, but ours will be better, and instead call it. I mean. <laughs> software assisted tool is one of the goofiest ways to get around it but it looks like by all accounts we could be headed to a train wreck and there's just one last thing we have to mention and i'm gonna credit i don't know if he actually dug it up but this was the first twitter account i saw put together so this is a twitter user uh samuel d finkelstein the second i don't know if that's uh ad cancel sam so he is i believe big bernie supporter full disclosure on this but doesn't you know change anything else here which is that's so how i know him. anyway this I thought was hilarious. So the Nevada Democratic Party just hired I a, think this could a paid Buttigieg organizer to be their voter protection director. And he has some screenshots here. Now, he actually went ahead and uh, just put the link to the Wayback Machine on this one, uh, or archive. And this is hilarious to me. So you can look. This is an archive, uh, I believe from today, of Mrs. Goldman, who was the individual hired by the Nevada Democrats, of her work history. And this, to me—actually, let me adjust this so you guys can see it. This, to me, feels like it shouldn't be allowed— Either legally or just by the Democrats themselves, how can how can your employment for a campaign end the day your employment as the voter protection director of a state's party began? Like, I mean, this is
0: everything. This 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 is beyond swamp. Like, you can't tell me you go from a completely ideologically charged campaign to uh, that represents the person and the state to all of a sudden being the voter protection director, and I hate that word protection, because all of the rich Republicans that are out there that want to glean money out of their different institutes and stuff like that, I hear this all the time when I go to these Republican events They say, well, I just want to make sure that you and your family are protected. Oh, by that you mean you want to grift 10% on top of this and make sure you have a fatty paycheck, because now the word protected, protected, With Republicans means overcompensated for work you didn't do and protected with Democrats means, uh, you know, pushing out any uh, dissentious voices that aren't just establishment Democrat, whether it's it's protecting the establishment from Bernie Sanders or protecting it from Republicans like. Protection is their excuse to nationalize something on the left, and protection is their excuse to overcompensate themselves on the right. Th-
1: that word, voter protection director, is pure BS. Well, well, also, I also think the title's weird for another reason why, and I have an article we're going to go up for a second, but <laughs> their, their primary caucus is this month you're hiring? Yeah. A- so that is where I will give him a little bit of credit, at least. And I'm not going to say I trust them or believe this, but this is an article I'm going to pull it up right now from the Las Vegas Sun talking a little bit about this. Uh So Nevada Democrats claim... Oh, got a whitelist on my browser. Sorry, folks. But anyway, the Nevada Democrats claim that the Pete Judge staffer will not be involved in the caucuses. So oh, if you believe that, so I believe here is that... Then why hire her? Her position will be... It. Then why hire her? That's like saying, oh, we hired Hold a coach for the football team, but you won't be involved the Let me tell, you why. Let me tell you why they said they'll hire her, and then you could say probably uh, the okay. same thing anyway. Her position will be handling planning for the general election in November, the party said. She won't having, she, she won't having ugh, a decision-making role in the upcoming caucus on February 22nd. Even if she did, party officials stress no person involved in the caucus has the ability to affect the results. So it does... At least they acknowledge it looks bad that you're hiring someone who used to work for a campaign. Now, they're saying it's for the general election in November. Uh, The party also employs those who have previously been part of presidential campaigns for Senator Kamala Harris of California, who dropped out, Bernie Sanders of Vermont, and Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. So keep that in mind. However, however, also keep in mind the fact that Pete Buttigieg had some very, 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 Shady dealings in Iowa I yeah, would say I by the, say, end, of the uh, end of the cycle just That was their word to be fair to them so, so I'm supposed to believe Cody
0: That in Iowa Where Pete declared Out of the chaos the night of That he was Victor instead of Bernie Sanders Even though supposedly Bernie Sanders got 6,000 more Votes as he claimed but in the end I think it's fair to say um, That since Pete Buttigieg Got more delegates and it's a delegate Game that indeed he won but anyway, so I'm supposed to believe that in the chaotic caucus, this obscure mayor from a town who's just an outsider in this this up-and-coming mayor from a small town in Illinois that has, has no connections was just, you know, the leader triumphant of the Iowa caucuses. But wait, his campaign consultant's wife was an executive for Shadow Inc., the company that made the failed app that declared him victor. And then in the next major primaries where they caucus that now he's sending ahead one of his campaign staff, one, one of the higher ups. We're not just talking some chump that knocks doors. Okay. We're talking a staff executive. Okay. A campaign consultant is now going ahead to protect the voters in, in, in Nevada and, You know, hashtag mayor cheat Cheat, ain't up to cheating again. Like, I, I just, you can't convince me that this obscure mayor from a small town, you know what I'm saying? Isn't, isn't putting his fingers on it. Like, actually, you could convince me that he's not because I understand that, yes, you know, ethical people... It, it, you you can still be a Democrat and r- report unbiasedly for a news media source. You can self-regulate. Yes, I get all of that. But there's just way too many instances where hashtag Mayor Cheat looks just the, whether it's optically bad or just genuinely bad, too many of these things are adding up, Cody. They're just way too many of these things are adding up to me. It, it, it it's getting beyond a point of incompetence.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't... It, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, again, like Barack I said... Barack
0: Obama's ground game was
1: phenomenal okay, but really, in 2000. But just really quickly. Okay. Multiple campaigns. I think there could be a lot of corrupt mumbo-jumbo going on back here. I'm not saying they're rigging it for Pete. All I'm saying is, no one's doing themselves any favor. Like, I, I do believe, aside from, you know, is Mayor Pete cheating or not? That aside, employing somebody who this week was working directly for a campaign to now work for the state party. It just looks weird with the primary coming up, especially to hire them as a voter protection director, especially when it seems like there is shenanigans going on with Pete Buttigieg. It is a really bad look. And here's the other problem with that now. So they lied about the app, which they're using an app. They lied about that. They didn't lie about this, but now they have this, which looks weird. At a certain point, point, I said the same thing with Iowa, it's like, it was like Pete just saying he won before he actually did. Again, I don't think Nevada is dropping, you know, a million delegates on someone. A lot of this is just a media cycle. Like, the first still Super Tuesday. You're really just trying to get some momentum going, and then a lot of the elections start really piling up, you know. Why—no one is going to actually care what the final results are, and they won't trust them. They'll just say, they're, throw them out, throw them out. If we get to the point where there's been, what, three states, I think it would have gone, Iowa, no one cares. It looks like New Hampshire might go over well. And then Nevada, no one cares. They're rigging it for Pete judge. I mean, that is such an awful way to start the cycle. And it seems like they, the, the Nevada Democrats have given nobody any reason to trust them. I mean, th- this, this is, I don't want to say shocking to me, but I mean, like, on Friday... They deliver a statement saying we are in no way going to be using an app. I mean, it's a pretty de- eliminated the option of using it, not even an option anymore. It's been eliminated any step in the caucus process until we find out two days later they're just going to use an app to calculate things, basically a calculator at that point. Well, I don't, then also, I don't know just giving up to on be that just
0: giving up on the app makes me think you're kind of stupid too, because as a millennial, all of us know apps work well.
1: And you know, well-designed really. apps.
0: Well, well-designed apps can work for all kinds of even very complicated tasks. For heaven's sakes, I was using an app to get the mortgage on my house. I will trust hundreds of thousands of dollars to an app that from from a source that I trust, that I understand is secure, and, and, and something as simple as tallying votes in a caucus can be done by an app, in 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 in. In a nanosecond. I
1: wonder if they're going to give them iPads. Why can't it just be like... So uh, just um, fix the app instead of eliminating it. Why can't it be like a browser-based thing or a computer-based software? Why does it have to be installed on a phone or an iPad? This is weird to me. Why can't it be on a laptop? Uh, Because then
0: they won't have a chance to buy a bunch of laptops and get a cool deal with Tim Cook. Why does it have to be an iPad? Why can't it
1: just be like some Samsung tablet? Why come it have to be an iPad? Isn't it easier to program for Android anyway? Wouldn't it make more sense to be
0: Android-based? If you don't think Tim Cook and Apple aren't huge players... In the leftist secular movement, you're no, crazy.
1: I think I think it's I think it's more this. So we can go out and buy whatever we want. While i buy iPads, I think people always want to. Whenever you're spending someone else's money, you're gonna get the iPad because it's cool. You're not gonna get the sensible Android device because you know. Or well, maybe
0: just because the Apple stuff works. A lot of Android devices work. <laughs> it just when you're
1: buying a device that's gonna be used for maybe a couple times for voting. Honestly, I a lot of the benefits of the iPad are out the window. Yeah, but you need this complex gyroscope to to, to add up. Forty-five people voting for Bernie and seventy-five. It's like, true. like you really need like some like you really need a device with like a, like how much those cameras? The one on the front and the back. Like you know what I mean? Like those are those aren't cheap. They aren't free. Yeah. What, what do you need those for in the device that's just tallying up? Like I said, a sensible browser-based solution, a like laptop software. I have to imagine if you can bank on your browser, you can definitely do voting on a browser, and you can have that sent to a lot of people. So I'll tell you it right now, the insistence on the actual physical tablet device is weird to me as well. So. It's just, it looks like shenanigans up and down the board in Nevada again. So I can't wait for, what is this? Uh, I want to say February 22nd, I believe they start voting. Can't wait for the nonsense. Can't wait. I'll tell you right now. The team
0: that makes Mozilla Firefox, open source web browser, okay? all It's, it's all done by volunteer coders, you know? Those guys could make this app literally overnight. Overnight, they can make an app that is secure, that tallies caucuses, probably has a couple of cool add-ons like a, you know some, some visualized bars so that anybody that wants to log in and watch it happen in real time could probably watch it happen in real time. Those guys could pump this out overnight. The only way this could be so incompetent was if there was some kind of grift where somebody was getting paid.
1: Or how about, how about this? I think, especially in the caucuses, we'll see it more in these weirder voting, state voting things, I think we'll see it. Because a better way to rig things, don't alter votes. So Just make it so there's chaos and people don't trust the vote. Because then you just have to win the narrative and you'll win the vote. Like I said, it doesn't matter who won Iowa. Pete is surging. It doesn't matter who wins these states necessarily. It's not like you're getting dropped a bomb that changes the campaign delegate-wise for winning the primary. Especially, guess what? If they do this in enough states and they can get to the uh, convention and at the convention they have sown enough confusion they've sown enough chaos it is somewhat contested and they don't come that's when they already have pre-set up the backup plan of superdelegates they said if the first original vote of the convention there's no consensus superdelegates come back into play Great way to get to that point, have a bunch of votes no one feels they can trust. Have multiple states people are like, oh, you can't trust the results. Who knows who won? They're probably lying. The software didn't work. You just keep doing that, so it doesn't matter who wins the vote anymore. and You just win the narrative. And they're going to put the narrative behind it. It looks like Pete Buttigieg, but that's only... I think right now Pete Buttigieg is going to be basically a sacrificial blade to swipe at everybody. So when the big boss comes in, Michael Bloomberg on Super Tuesday, they can—they're already moving things around. What do you think the super delegate thing is? Hey, what's a great way to get Bloomberg those delegates he couldn't get in the states? He didn't even bother running in. Well, why don't we just get to the convention and bring super delegates back? They're just dumping them on them. It seems like everything is unfolding from Michael Bloomberg. Tom Perez, by himself, unilaterally declaring they're going to remove the donor threshold, which doesn't matter to anyone because obviously if you're still running for president in February of 2020, you have a lot of individual donors. Yeah, It only makes it so Michael Bloomberg can go on the debate stage without ever accepting one donation. And then on top of that, I wonder who approves the questions on the debate for some reason. Michael Bloomberg, this billionaire just deciding to run for president, who they're bending rules for for some reason. Moderators on the debate stage bring up his platform and ask other candidates to debate it on the stage when he isn't even there. Like, how can you make how can we make Michael Bloomberg look look like a legit candidate? Let's let's bring the ghost of Bloomberg on the debate stage and then we'll have the real one next time. I don't know. It, it's looking more and more like they want none of these states to matter until bloomberg's running and then i guarantee you we'll stop seeing all this stuff so it's kind of like if the fix is in that's what we'll see i can't guarantee the fix is in. if the fix is in you will notice all this nonsense with faulty apps and bad software and well we're gonna re-canvas because we don't know all that nonsense is gonna end when michael bloomberg's winning super tuesday states and the campaign will go wow looks like people want michael bloomberg because we have to change things for him now
0: all right so it's kind of like when the mafia shows up and like yeah, it's a nice story you got here, you know. I mean, it'd be a shame to see, you know, your family's hard work. Just just go out the door, and then that night it's, like, you know, attacked and vandalized. And, you know, and then they come in the next day and like, you need our protection now, don't well, you? Well, no, it's more, like when you know? the, it's more like when
1: you're competing. It'd be more like if you were competing in something. <laughs> say you're competing in, like, a bike race, right? And you work as hard as you can, you do everything right. The first few ones, there was, a, there was like a, oh, a controversial photo finish, like, did I win? And then you find out the mafia had already decided they were going to give all the money to this guy. It didn't really matter what anyone did. That's what's going to happen on Super Tuesday. When all of a sudden, we'll realize, why was there all this confusion in these caucus states? How come in Iowa, we, like, I guarantee you on Super Tuesday, we'll be like, yeah, who do in Iowa, right? I think in Nevada, people will say, oh, yeah, but there's all that controversy in Nevada. It's like, why are they trying to delegitimize the outcome of all these states Michael Bloomberg isn't running in? Gee, I don't know. Maybe it's because of Michael Bloomberg to do better. So yeah. the states he isn't running can delegitimize their results, which is what's happening before our eyes. Dude, they keep, they keep a doing genius. it. They keep delegitimizing how we view these. So New Hampshire is important. If New Hampshire does come on without a hitch and there isn't any shenanigans, I mean, like, honestly, if Bernie Sanders doesn't win New Hampshire, either Bernie Sanders is struggling big time or or their shenanigans, and I say this because New Hampshire and Vermont are basically the same state with a line drawn down the yeah. middle. Like they literally neighbor each other and there's are roughly a river. the same size. It's literally just yeah. a river. So, so th- that so divides like, the two. Th- that should be home turf for Bernie. I don't know if there's weird local disputes between the two states. Not that I'm aware of. I haven't heard of them. So he should be doing well there, right? But what happens if we're getting to the end of these first four states? Because I think Tom Steyer is going to do well in South Carolina and the kind of fluke performance. And mm-hmm. we've had four votes. By the way, Bloomberg on zero of the four ballots. And all we have to say for it is, oh, everything's still up in the air. Who knows what to trust? The results are the results are bunk. Who does that benefit? But the guy who wasn't running, he's the only person who benefits. You can say it benefits Pete, but I don't really know if it does. I don't think Pete has legs. I don't think he can win an election. But I don't, all I know is Michael Bloomberg, the guy who's literally doing the thing everyone's afraid of happening, he's only campaigning in like New York and Texas and California and, uh-huh. and Florida. He's the only going to those states. That guy is actually poised to potentially walk into this. So I, I really hope it's not what actually happens. But, man, the more I look at this, the, the more I'm trying to think, what's the point in all this? Why, why does it seem like they're going out of their way to make all of these early states basically not matter? Yeah. Well, there's one guy who wasn't running in all those states, and I wonder if that's the reason.
0: Well, dude, because he's basically doing the equivalent of a hostile takeover of a corporation. He's like like came in it, at their weakest. Yeah. You know, when when a company IPOs, which means it basically goes from being the family owned and operated company that's really big to being a company that's publicly traded, that has stocks and so on and so forth, they go from being a private company to being a publicly traded company, meaning that you can invest money in their stocks, right? Well, when this happens, they usually have a board of five to ten people or whatever. But in the rules of many corporations, you can actually add seats. okay? And if you've got seven out of ten people or six out of ten people on the board that don't want to do what a big investor wants to do and a seat at the table is dependent upon your investment level, you can actually just buy more stocks in the company so you get more seats at the table and you can actually vote to increase the number of seats and say like, okay, well now it's going to be a 12-person board instead of a 10-person board. Oh, and by the way, we're appointing the two people that now occupy those seats. So now we've got a controlling vote of 7 out of 12 instead of you guys having a controlling vote of, you know, the 6 out of 10. And, and it makes it so that uh, what's called an activist investor... Um, can come in and do what's called a hostile takeover well, of this? a company. B- he's literally doing that to Democrat Party. Oh, yeah. They're coming in when they're weakest. How about this? Like I said, one second. They're bankrupt post-Obama. The DNC is bankrupt.
1: What does it say right there on the screen?
0: Let me see. Um, Bloomberg
1: is also the only candidate to personally donate to the DNC giving it $300,000. <laughs> so
0: To, he's your, the to your point. DNC. Well, because Barack <laughs> Obama, one of the, what people don't realize is, you know, yes, Eileen Republican, but I don't want there to be this crappy and derelict Democrat Party because then the Republicans will just start to suck because they'll be able to rest on their laure- laurels.
1: WWE, WCW. It's the yeah, same thing.
0: exactly. You know, as soon as competition goes away, well, well, then everybody suffers because nobody's competing for the votes and trying to make Americans' lives better. So we need a really good DNC that's pro-American, pro-growth pro-americans middle class not cronyism
1: how about just fair elections and representing their constituents yeah can can we start with pretending to represent their constituents for one second can we start there
0: but see what happened is barack obama was such a big charismatic leader that when he started his uh, it's called progress for america pack or whatever all of the big donors and all the big players started donating to him personally instead of donating to the party and he virtually left the party bankrupt you know what I'm saying? They don't have a lot of money. Well, also,
1: think about this, though. Remember, there were scenarios that went on in the finances in 2016 with Hillary as well. A lot, yeah. A lot, but for a while, the DNC was an extension of the Hillary Clinton campaign efforts. I think one of the issues we're seeing in the DNC, and this is just my, this is my kind of cave brain opinion take from a million miles away, but this is what I see. I feel like when Hillary got ran out of the DNC, a lot of her friends— who were probably bad people, and I not say evil, but they weren't great, but they were very able, very capable. They knew what they were doing. They got ran out because they were corrupt. The only problem is the remaining people are essentially the stooges they brought in to do their bidding. So we have this party where the people that were kind of corrupt jerks but knew what they were doing and get things done, they're all gone, and the kind of moronic stooges they brought in to just kind of shut up and do what they're told, they're all there in decision-making powers, And you know who they're probably looking for? Okay. They're probably looking for the next Hillary. And I wonder if their next Hillary, their next savior, is going to be one Mr. Michael Bloomberg. I I swear, the more I'm looking at this now, the more this goes on. Because I I don't have it pulled up right now. Look at, at I think Morning Consult does it, a running poll. Look at where Bloomberg is in Super Tuesday states. There isn't a whole lot of polls being done about this caucus because a bunch of nonsense is taking up the news. Under the caucus, the primary. Look at what's going on in Super Tuesday states. Bloomberg's already, I think, at 15 to 17% in Super Tuesday states already. And he still he had a Super Bowl ad. I guarantee like one fifth of you guys saw a Bloomberg ad before this video loaded. I mean, like, yeah. he is hitting it hard, depending on where you live. If you live in well, Iowa, and, New Hampshire, Nevada, or South Carolina, no way you're seeing one. But if you live in if you live in the coastal states and the big cities, you're probably seeing one.
0: Yeah, and and I'm not a conspiracy theorist because I will always believe in human incompetence over their competent ability to exercise an effective conspiracy. But I got to tell you, it makes your point of view very believable that... The establishment machine knew that they needed Bloomberg on their side for a while because he's basically been groomed to do this for the past two to four years. What did he say famously before he donated all that money to Katie Hill? He came out and he said, I'm donating this cycle purely and only to Democrats. And he said that back as a Republican before he re-registered. So he had his test cycle with the Democrat Party in which he did nothing but donate millions of and millions. We're talking tens. I think I think he donated 200 million that cycle. Look it up, but he donated an obscene amount of money to only Democrats. In the last midterm election, then in between the midterm and the general, he switches to Democrat. And what do you know, a year later, he's coming in to bail out his new party and all of his new friends with this new ideology
1: that he's espoused. Well, how about, would you, could you almost equate, and I have on screen, by the way, yeah. this is the morning console poll that I've been running. This is the latest update. Check out what's going on on Super Tuesday. Michael Bloomberg's in third place. By the way, we kind of know Joe Biden, that that's all phony. And the mayor, Pete legs will fall off by we get to the Super Tuesday. I mean, yeah. he is doing well there. And I think it's really important to, as you were bringing it up before, that kind of hostile takeover um, analogy. What Would you say that, you know, I mean, when you're a big-time, we've been talking, everyone's been saying this for years, when you're a big-time financial backer, to a candidate that wins, there's... Well, what did Steve Gannon call it on Bill Maher? You have to kind of, I don't know... Um, he said
0: a leveraged
1: takeover of the Democratic Party, that, right? Yeah. But my point being, though, what's a great way to do that? But why not getting some of these congressional, these these new congresspeople? Yeah. Why not have them be people you bankrolled that are loyal to you? I mean, they know where the money came from. It was yeah. you, right? I that, mean, if Katie
0: Hill hadn't been caught but, with the pictures of her banging all of her uh, well, all that, of her staff that, that members, aside, she'd be a yeah. total Bloombergite right now. I know, right I know now. that's your
1: favorite story to talk about, but that aside, well, no, it's just a local story that we both are, are directly know, related to. I know what's local, but I'm just saying the the, the idea here is just that, like you're saying that, like, ha- is that one way to take over the boardroom? Get a bunch of the house people on your on your payroll, but it's like, dude, I backed your campaign. You don't owe me, but like, hey, if you want me to back your next campaign, like, is, this is yeah. one of those things. How do you? outlaw that i donated money to you and then you weren't the candidate i wanted you to be so i didn't donate again how could that ever be banned right like i i wouldn't be i would be so against like like imagine if it's like if you donate to a candidate you're locked in you have to donate that number forever like like, that doesn't make any sense but when you're worth 54 billion dollars it means different things it means something different when you're worth 54 billion dollars and you say, hey, "I'll give you 15 million this cycle. I'll give you 0 next cycle if you don't do what I say. Yeah. You don't have to do don't do what I say at all. It's like it's like, it's like you know the mafia movies. I definitely do not want you to do what I'm saying right now. You yeah. know what I mean? But like <laughs> the, the, there's such an implicit agreement made there. Well, when be you very get a, when dishonest. you get a big donation from somebody that you weren't expecting, that you kind of, and then here we go. All, how about this? All he's asking for, I'm not asking for you to make any votes in the Senate floor and the House floor. I'm not asking for you to write bills. All I'm asking you is support me and my takeover of the DNC when it's at its weakest. I, we're getting conspiratorial here. I'm just saying, don't write this. This Bloomberg thing is starting to freak me out more and more well, as we close it on this election. This Bloomberg thing is really starting to look weird.
0: Yeah, and you cannot tell me the guy that invented the Bloomberg machine that every hostile takeover of every corporation has ever depended upon, okay? You can't tell me that a guy who's done nothing but watch financial markets go up and down and financial institutions fail and succeed. Because you can't group. tell me that the same guy that has, has been seeped in the game of power and money has not looked at an opportunity beyond... Just being able to be present. There's a reason why he waited until now.
1: How about $10 million specifically to House Democrats targeted by GOP? Oh, boom. That's what I was telling you about right there. That's not counting the $20 million he gave to Senate Democrats as well around the same time. So yeah, I wonder if Michael Bloomberg is trying to get himself some friends in the party before he really needs them and again i mean like i love how i by the way i just love that a michael a bloomberg 2020 ad ran before the embedded michael bloomberg speech on uh or is that actually live or is that a clip either way it's that that's obviously not live that's when he announced he was running for ma- a president but it's like i said i i don't i don't want to get into the conspiracy theory here but who benefits from two disaster caucuses well the guy is not even on the ballot probably yeah yeah. And it looks like we're gonna see a second disaster. And he'll caucus. come
0: in, and what do you know? What if I, I bet you Bloomberg Inc. could make a successful app. You know what I'm saying? After all, they already report the news and they already report all the entire financial sectors. At the bottom about the
1: app would have to say, like, full disclosure, Michael Bloomberg yeah. is running for the I joined Democratic. <laughs> I mean,
0: this is This is literally a movie script, Cody. Mm. Like, this is like a bad Tom Clancy had an unfinished novel, so the scriptwriters over at Warner Brothers decided they were going to finish it and make a moody movie out of it for $20 million. You know how, like, uh, uh, who's the guy that wrote Jason Bourne? How he had, like, five or six unfinished novels, like, and now okay, somebody like, bought the rights to him and they're trying to finish him in the way that they thought that he was going to finish them. You know what I'm saying? But they never end up being as good as the originals. I, I, I mean, this is really, like, just a bad political thriller. I mean like are very beam predictably bad keep your heads from
1: space, like, yeah. It's because that's what happens, dude. <laughs> that's where the stories come from. These things happen. And we might be seeing it happen again before our eyes. I mean uh, <laughs> the fact that Michael Bloomberg, you know what? That's what we're gonna have to do next. We're gonna do a video maybe tonight in a stream. We will tally up how much money Michael Bloomberg on paper has given to the DNC itself, individual candidates, uh individual causes. I, it's I think it's tens of millions oh sorry i know it's tens of millions dude yeah literally tens of millions all over the place been spread out we can talk about the ad buys those are big but people owing you three million dollars in the house that's also pretty big yeah so
0: um if there's something we missed here please let us know
1: i I got. i gotta
0: stop this podcast before i get an ulcer I'm i'm getting like shaken you know what i'm saying and I can't believe that um, if these cats win, I'll have to trust my leukemia to uh, their incompetence. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. So anyway, let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We actually got a podcast now where we can be found on Spotify. I believe we got, uh, we're got. we getting approved for... Um, google podcasts and sometime in the next 24 hours we should start uh being able to upload onto apple podcasts and so on and so forth so anyway whoever your podcast provider is make sure you check them out because the audio of our videos can be now found in podcast form for all you guys that love listening to audio podcast this is problem solver politics see you later you dog-faced pony soldiers